For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. It is 821 of the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Another opportunity for you to win $1,000 coming up at 10 o'clock, then at noon, 2 and 5. Is that you? I love cannot, you cannot sing. I love it. Um, I was thinking about our punk band last night, Joe. When? When can we start? I mean, I'm ready. Punk Fooey is ready to go. Punk Fooey? Was that the name? Punk, punk Foo? Just making up things as they go along. <laughs> You usually call it never going to happen. Oh. What? Gronk's, mm. Gronk's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many things we can call it. Um, yeah. I'm excited to be I in like that I like Selfie band, Dick. That's a good name. I don't like it. It's too dirty. It's on the borderline dirty. Yeah. I like uh, Gorilla Goes Down. Let's <laughs> <laughs> about that. Hey, no, uh, if you're going to be punk, right be called Gorilla Rape. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. They know what they're getting. There was a local band here in Tampa called Raped Ape, and they had a big white... Like a child molester van, and it just had raped ape on the side, and they would just put it on the side of the road by their venues. Yeah, I was like, that's, wow. that's probably not going to get you on the MTV Awards. <laughs> yeah. Never know. <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty sure I know. Uh, speaking of MTV Awards, tonight, our band, Pitbull Toddler, will be performing at Visani Comedy Theater in Port Charlotte. We will be out there at 10 o'clock on stage. 10 to midnight is what we play. Two hours straight through, no breaks, drinking, playing, melting faces. And we're looking forward to you people being out there. I was saying in the beginning of the show I was a little nervous because we've not played out there before. I don't know. Now, we played at Dean's before, and we used to pack Dean's, but Dean's is small and it's outside. We've played at some other barbecue joint with a stage that was always packed. So we do well in that area. I just don't know. I just, I, I'm just saying it's a... It's an unknown for us, and I always get a little bit cautious going into it. So tonight, uh, Visani Comedy Theater is where we'll be. I believe you could buy tickets in advance, or you could just go there early, eat some dinner maybe, watch the other band. There's another band that plays earlier, the Dukes of Braxton, and uh, it'll be a good night. It'll be a fun night in Port Charlotte, and I'm looking forward to being out there, staying at my favorite hotel, which really is kind of slipping, the Wyvern. Mm. Wyvern's kind of slipping. No. used to be magical, and now it's like, mm. 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 That's sad. Yeah. Um, the ropes. They got good ropes? They got good ropes. Eh, I don't know. No? Eh. Joe loves their ropes. Joe does love, Joe yeah. does like a rope. Yeah. Yeah. Rope. I like to have a good mini fridge. <laughs> yeah. For leftovers. You know, you come back from the restaurant, you put it in there. After the show, you come back, you're like, yeah. I'm starving. You're like, oh, my God, I got my burrito from mm-hmm. earlier. That's that's when you have Eat good Eat it action. in the bathroom later. What's wrong, Joe? You? you all right? You're straight out? Oh, I'm just saying. He doesn't look all right. He looks man. stressed out. Yeah. What did he come back and get? His keys. Why is he leaving? Know, maybe he's got to move his car. Uh, Dusty Slay is here. Do you like the new the new uh, room in the driveway? I really do. I, I've never, I mean, usually we have to park so far away. I, I feel like we got, like, you know, stage access. My yeah, neighbors yeah. My neighbors are getting a little complainy about the cars, and uh, I had them do some shifting. I moved the... Uh, the Sprinter to a different location. I moved the Hummer to be staged for sale, 
and uh, now the driveway is empty, even though I'm picking up my son's car tomorrow. Uh, you say that because you don't have a 15-year-old driving. Yeah. It's making me very nervous. I would probably be very nervous also. How and did the neighbors complain? How did that go? I probably already said too much on the air. No. <laughs> it was not good. It was very. It was a lot of betrayal. Oh, it's the neighbors who are nice to me, and they're like giving me gifts and stuff, and then I find out behind my back they're over there complaining, mm. and and not just complaining, but like, like I don't understand how I'm a good neighbor. My neighbor called me last week because they're selling their house, and he's like, "Hey, there's some stuff on the side of the house. Would you mind moving it?" And I said, oh, I'll do it first thing in the morning. And he said, oh, just by the weekend. I go, nope, 10 o'clock next morning. I went right out there in Spanish, and I moved everything out of the way. So I'm definitely a good neighbor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you can't ask me to do something. But I guess there were some issues, and uh, an old chatty Kathy went over to the boss and like started it. ratting me out. Yeah, I know. I don't like it either. I don't like it. Just, it, it just don't be yeah. – no, just tell me. They yeah. go, hey, do this for me. And I'm like, sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I would probably would have been embarrassed and anything I could do to help out. Yeah. But anyway – Sprinter is is out now at uh, at a different location. The Hummer Galvin, very close to being sold. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you already got somebody on the hook for it. Uh, I uh, had a gentleman ask me if he can come see it and take it for a ride, and we did it yesterday after the show, and he seems to like it. Uh, he went, he said he was seventy five percent in, and then he said uh, by the end of the conversation he was ninety eight percent in, mm. and then he would let me know today. And I almost hope that he gets it because. Uh, he seems like he really wants it, and he'll enjoy it. I don't want to give it to somebody that's going to pull parts off of it and yeah. strip it down and all that. So uh, it would be it would be cool. But if not, then we'll just uh, we'll list it up and we'll end up getting it sold. So either way, it's off the property here, so nobody can get mad at yeah, it. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, we still have our uh, football picks to do, which we will do sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, Dusty Slay is here, I think. I don't know yeah. where he's going now, but uh, we're waiting on him to come in. He's going to be at Side Splitters. Now, Side Splitters, so you don't, in case you don't know, has two locations. They are uh, on Dale Mabry and Carrollwood, kind of tucked back behind the uh, the Applebee's over there, uh, where the Maloney's is in Carrollwood. And then uh, they bought a theater up in Wesley Chapel inside the Grove, which was the Grove was like a movie theater that had 30 screens, and now nobody goes to the movies anymore. So instead of shutting the place down, they turned it into an entertainment center. One of the theaters is like a, a daycare. So if you want to go to the movies, you can leave your kids and go actually watch a movie. Then there's other ones that have like, um, I, you know, I don't know. They, they were talking about doing kid stuff in there, like a laser tag, and they, I don't know what they ended up doing. But uh, these guys actually got one of the theaters, built out a stage in there, put a bar over there, and they have a side splitters in Wesley Chapel. And I believe one night this weekend, Nick DiPaolo is up there for one night. Oh. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, I would I would definitely take advantage of that and go see Nick, especially up in Wesley Chapel. Those are his people. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who <laughs> yeah. are it's very red up there. <laughs> yeah. He should be yeah. happy. Um, all right, where that? what's going on? Oh, Can we maybe oh, take a look yeah. over there and see what's what's slowing things down? Before we went to break, Dusty was here. Now Dusty's gone. Geo's gone. Geo took his keys. I think Geo kidnapped Dusty, and he's going to meet Brian Laundry somewhere. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five are the phone numbers. So Galvin, there is a there is an Instagram account that I follow that I can't say. We talked about it a little. It's called uh, S the S H word. Okay. You know, it's the S H word that ends in uh, itty, mm-hmm. and it's called uh, itty. Radio jock, right? And it is a, a thing that makes fun of top forty radio jocks, and it's great. And they did an interview with Elvis Duran, and I want to play some of that audio for you uh, here after the after Dusty, so that you can hear 
what some of these nonsense radio shows are doing. We always kind of like half hint about it, but this guy just lays it out, and he's in the middle of it too. What's going? What's the reports, man? Uh, he is not pulled up yet, so I imagine he's still making his way in your. Uh, Were they getting high somewhere? <laughs> they sit in the in the by the trees smoking the weed. Maybe they got could lost, have been done with yeah. our football picks. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Should we just do that now? What about, well, what about Geo? Oh, for the love of God! <laughs> Tell Geo to get in here. I'll pick for him. You know what? I, I'm going to play this. Uh, I'll play this audio. How about that? Okay. We'll listen to the Elvis. This is Elvis Duran. He uh, does mornings in, at Z100 in New York and is syndicated in iHeart. And the S S Itty Radio Jock uh, Instagram page is talking to him about something that we always make fun of: fake fake top forty morning show phone calls from the uh, MJ. Milton Fludge Cow, I'm on a bridge and I'm dying, to now the War of the Roses and the phone scale. This is Brian. Oh, by the way, this guy has to disguise his voice. War of the Roses. This sounded like John Jay and Rick. And then this radio show does it. And then this radio show does it. And then this radio show does it. Most of the time, it sounds horribly. The execution of the production of it is bad. But why is it that War of the Roses second day update and great calls? So what he says, why is War of the Roses prank phone calls and something else the three go-tos of all top 40 jocks? They all do the same fake things. Because we're addicted to them. They are cocaine for morning shows. We're the part of the problem. I hate phone taps. I despise them. But truth be told, 22 years ago, they put our show on the map. Because we were in the ditches. We had no listeners when we first started out. We started doing these crank calls, and they took off. It became a situation where we started researching. I will tell you that the interest in them is eroding. It's not what it used to be. I hate them. <laughs> it's straight from the guy who has to do them and mm-hmm. rely on them. It's the guy who's like, I hate them. I'm forced to play fake phone calls and phone taps and War of the Roses, and I hate them. And he's made millions off it, which is hilarious. Uh, all right, in the studio with us. Is the very funny Dusty Slay. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Dusty, do you remember the first time on this show? I do remember. <sighs> so I specifically didn't wear those glasses. <laughs> 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 so the first time Dusty... Sometimes sometimes it works out really well. A headliner will have somebody that's, uh, that's middling for them, and they'll travel with them, and they'll say, I'm going to bring them to radio for one or two reasons. One, they either say, this radio sucks, come do it with me, or, hey, man, these guys are pretty good. Why don't you come? We'll have fun. Hopefully it was the latter for this one. So John Reap is coming into the studio, and John Reap comes in with Dusty Slay, who I'd not met before and not heard of before. And Dusty, for those of you who don't know, kind of looks like um, you look like Waylon Jennings' this kid. You ever oh, seen Shooter Jennings? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dusty's got a long, long shoulder-length hair, a beard and mustache. He had these big glasses, the hat... And you were just there, and nobody ever says, "Hey, by the way, this is whoever." And I just I'm looking at Dusty, not knowing what's going on, and I finally say, "Who's this child molester?" And yeah. I, and that was those were our first words to each other. Yeah, I mean, I felt great about it. <laughs> uh, I, I say, think about it sometimes, just the good times. Oh, I say, "Who's this child molester?" And they're like, "Oh, this is Dusty. He's a funny comedian." Blah blah blah. And then about a month later. 
I'm in Montreal for the Montreal Just for Last Comedy Festival, and I see Dusty, and I'm like, I need to go apologize to that guy. And I came up to you, and I was like, hey, and you were like, hey, I was just talking about how you call me a child molester. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's tough to play off the child molester thing. Yeah. You can't make jokes about it. Right. You did very well, though, and I, I appreciate it. Like, so... Um, Even with these glasses, a girl told me I had Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. <laughs> they, oh, those are our little Dahmer. I, I did look them up. They are pretty spot on. Maybe you want to get a little LASIK or something. I know. No, I, I like the glasses. I, I, I'm into it. Yeah, this I'm girl a... came up to me on the street, and she was like, uh, you got to get new glasses. She goes, I don't want to have sex with you with those glasses. And I was like, well, what kind of glasses should I get? She said, any glasses. <laughs> she goes, those are Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. And then she says, you're not going to get laid with those glasses. And I was like, well, he got laid a lot. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he, sure, he sure did. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh... Uh, I think you have a very interesting look. I think uh, now that I know you, you're, yeah, yeah, all your, uh, your, your, you know, works out very well for you. I'm going to tell you that um, when I met you, I had not seen your comedy, and then I went out and made it, made it uh, on purpose, went and found it very funny. And what then if it, it were all kid jokes? Would, then I would have been like nailed it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah. I should work for the FBI. I'm a profiler. Uh, no, it was very funny. And then I remember showing my son, who was probably like 13 at the time. And he was in tears. He he literally the hand thing he thought was a, oh, that yeah. that wave that you do is really kind of a yeah. That is uh, where did that come from? Did that start out to be funny or is that just no, a nervous just thing? How, I just wave to people like that. Yeah, 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 go yeah. into the the Lowe's truck stop. They're like, "Welcome to Love's," <laughs> and I just give them a wave. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to talk, but you can give a wave like this extended period of time. Yeah, you don't want to be waving it around. No, you just throw it up. You look special if you start waving. Right. If yeah. you just put it up there like this, yeah. and don't go too high. You don't want to go do too that. high. You yeah. like you're asking a question. Yeah, or you don't like Jews. Oh, what, yeah. You want one yeah, way you or another. Don't be too stiff with no. it. <laughs> what did you do before you were a comedian? I used to, uh, well, I've done all kinds of things, but I used to sell pesticides for a living. Really? Yeah. See, now that, you look fitting. Like, yeah. if you showed up and you were going to tell me about some DDT, I'd be like, this is my guy. But back then, I was all clean cut. Oh, really? I had it all messed up. Yeah. I needed to flip it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, uh, uh, when did you realize you were funny and you were like, I'm going to start doing this? Well, I don't even know how I ended up selling pesticides, but uh, <laughs> I should have been doing comedy all along. All along, yeah. I'm just trying. I didn't go to college. I'm just trying to follow a path. I'm yeah. just working. You, uh, I got to tell you, very funny. It's, and and um, you went from kind of like just showing up in our lives one day and then seemed to have blown up since then. I mean, I see you at. That's what happened. I yeah. came here with John Ripp, and then that was it. <laughs> well, all you needed was some guy to insult you on the first day to, to get you started. Yes. Now, you, you've uh, way surpassed the success of John Reap now. Well, I, I don't know. You know. I you, you probably, <laughs> you've done the math. Yeah, we're having a good time out yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, we're having a good time. And uh, people, you know, people always do say I look like somebody. They're always like, "Oh, you look like Forrest Gump after he ran for a long time." You got the beard, yeah. Or you look like Jay and Silent Bob. (laughs) 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 Or you look like David Cross. Or you look like Judah Friedland. Everybody, I look like everybody. You do have a little bit of all those people. Like a Walmart Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. (laughs) You do look like David. If you smash David Cross and uh, Judah Friedlander, you would have Dusty Slay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Galvin and I used to do Galvin's back at the station by the way Galvin and I used to do a thing where you you show us the person and we'll tell you the three people who made that person oh, without yeah. a doubt but you're you're all over the place yeah I mean I got like 25 or 30 people from YouTube comments that people say I look like, look like uh, that's so funny now uh, where are you from 
Uh, I grew up in Alabama. Reap had a very interesting story with how he got started with the Hemi commercial and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. What was the first big thing for you? Well, did you I always want to do this? I lived in Charleston, South Carolina. I did comedy for six years. I had never done a comedy club. Right. I did, so I moved to Nashville, and then I just started doing comedy right away. Yeah, huh? Yeah, I mean, once that takes I found balls. the clubs, yeah, yeah. I didn't even, I had no idea how that worked. I had no idea, I had no business sense. Right. I'm and just selling pesticides and telling <laughs> jokes. Telling jokes. <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah, just Loving. out here modeling myself after serial killers. Now, from the last time we saw you to this time, you must be making a significant uh, amount of money in Yeah, I've done, I've done well, yeah. Right. It's, been a, it's been a nice change. Isn't it nice when you were like, man, I'm living the life, and then all of a sudden you're living the life, and you're like, oh, man, I'm, now I'm living the life. Yeah. Before it was terrible, but now this is good. Yeah, I mean, to think that I enjoyed this without making money. <laughs> right. Exactly. And now I get to make money to just keep doing that. Uh, is there somebody that's, uh, that liked you, that saw you, that was like already established and said, man, we got to pull this guy in with us? Well, I did, I did a comedy festival. Well, no, no headliner really ever took me on the road. Oh, really? A couple of people here yeah. and there. But, um, no, I did a Laughing Skull Festival in Atlanta, and then I did the Just for Laughs right after that. Yeah. People that saw was, me there, yeah. That was huge then, for you? Then I did the Tonight Show right after that. Oh, and how are you nervous doing that? Oh yeah, I mean, the, uh, but it's uh, it's the best. I mean, if you can have nerves and then do well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. best. And then my manager is now Judy Marmel, who told me to tell you, hey, I like Judy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, good. Um, uh, so what is the now? You also that look that you have is to me that's that's movie look, that's TV look. I mean, you'd be great in. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Let's I, get you know, on but it, I sold a TV show to ABC. They they bought it. They didn't make it. Uh-huh. I sold an animated series to Hulu. Uh-huh. They bought it. They didn't make it. So. Now, when you say, give us a little inside baseball here. When you say you sell, because people tell me these things that amaze me. You sell a show to a network. They go, Dusty, we're interested in this. We'll give you this much money for it. And uh, then they decide whether they want to green light and put it in production. Yes. How good is the money that they give you when they buy it? I mean, it's pretty good for um, for just an Enough idea. to buy a car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enough to buy a house? Not enough to buy a house, okay, but a right. couple of cars. Okay, okay. Depending so on what what you're what kind of is. cars you like, yeah. right? Okay, so you have this money. Now you're now it's tied up with them. You're hoping that you're going to be the next uh, king of the hill, and then they call you a year later and say no, or they just let it die. They just all of a sudden. It doesn't even take a year. It's right. like everything you go, you have these meetings, and they're like, "Oh, we love it. This is the best show ever. Oh, we can't wait." And then they go, "Oh, we're not going to make it." Oh, do you run out of there and go? I would be like, tell my wife they were so confident we're going to dinner and we're going to go buy a car tomorrow and we're going to go do we're going to go to on a plan a European vacation because they loved it so much. Oh yeah. Then they crush you with that phone. No, call. I assume no one's going to make it. Right. That's, that's what smart. I assume. And then when they don't, I go, well, they didn't make it. Right. right. And I don't know, maybe self fulfilling prophecy, but I just feel like it's not going to happen. Do you ever happens. get it back? The, like oh, the, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, sometimes they buy the script, right? So you can never have that script back, but the idea I get to keep. You get to keep it. So if you want to take it now and pitch it to, say, hey, uh, Netflix, NBC passing this. I got an idea. I got to mix it up a little bit, but it's you could still sell it. Yeah. Because that's what would kill me is that you're, you know, you may feel really good about something, and then all of a sudden, because they bought it, it's dead now. You're like, oh, that's Yeah, sucks. but it's it's my life. So they say, my, my team, I, I get to keep life rights. So the gotcha, they can't take it yeah. away from you. Right. Okay. But I think that did happen to people in the past. Like, they would be their life story, yeah. and then they would lose it. Well, by the way, this is something for you, although your life seems like it might have been kind of interesting, but all comedians think that we're interested in their lives. Like, everybody that I know is like, I, I have selling an idea to Netflix, and I go, what is it? It's me 
and my life on the road dealing with my kids. And I'm like, yeah, every comedian's got the Never same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You as pesticide guy would probably yeah, be a lot well, funny. Yeah, well, I grew up in a trailer park, so yeah. my it's all trailer park stuff and, you know, the weird family tree. The, yeah. You know, where now, my, when you grew up with your family in a trailer park or you lived there by yourself? Because I can't well, imagine that life. I did kid. both. I lived in a trailer until I was 15 with my mom uh-huh. and then moved back into that same trailer when I was 18. <laughs> the same trailer? Same trailer. Yeah, yeah. I bought it for $1,000. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, just hung out in there doing drugs. Yep. And, uh, how much, what kind of drugs are you doing? Well, all kinds of things. You look but, pretty clean now. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, you, it's, but that was 20 years ago. You don't look like you have the effects of long term trailer drug use. No, no. no. I, it wasn't long term. Meth? A couple of years. I won't say. Uh, we had a good time. <laughs> it was and, a trailer. It was. <laughs> Were you making oh, it too, or are you just doing it? No, no, I can't make it. Right, right. I'm just hanging out. You, I love you like I won't say. Yeah. Like we'd think less of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? And it could be a family member out there going, what's this? Oh, really? Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't care. Who do you hang out with now? Anybody that we know? Uh, my wife. Oh, yeah. How long have you been married? Uh, about three years. I got a baby now. You got her now on your way up. Yeah. That's not good. No, no, you no, no. No, she lived with me when I lived in a house with oh. four other dudes. Okay, all right. And a bunch That's of good. rats. And gotcha, there. gotcha. Yeah. She, was, she was there in the bad days. Yeah, we had a, a house. I had a, st- a staircase underneath. We had a bunch of rats in there. I put some glue traps. Uh-huh. Well, I put first the small traps, and the rats would get – they set off the trap and then get out. Oh, God. And then I put the big ones, and somehow they could eat the cheese without setting it off. <sighs> so I put glue traps in there. And one morning, I just woke up to all this screaming, and oh. I open it, and there's seven rats. Oh, oh. just all trapped in there? All trapped in the glue. Oh, my God. I had to put them in a trash bag, and then I took them out back and dropped a brick on them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you murdered them. I, well, they were going to die anyway. So yeah. So I did that at like five in the morning, and then went, got in the car, and drove to a club. Now you can't, you can't just drop it once. You had to smash. I, well, the screaming stopped immediately. Oh, really? I, I it was been a big good. brick. It was a big. It was a cement block. Oh right? my god! So you and then my wife got in the car with me, and, and you know she was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. So we're so she married me. Okay, you that. have to marry her. <laughs> yeah. She was. Yeah. You. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You look at her after you kill seven rats, and you go, "Thank you. We're here for life." Yeah. So wait a second. So I, if I saw one rat in my house, I'd have to move and burn the house to the ground. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up uh, poor, so I grew up with roaches, not rats. Oh yeah. But rats would uh, would be a deal breaker. I think. Yeah, they're wild. Oh, and hearing them screaming. Oh, it's so bad. I mean. In their little Harry Potter house under the stairs. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you have to, like, it's like I either could have dropped the brick or throw them in the trash, and then they just, like, I just think that's the worst death, to uh, just be on this glue trap. Yeah, line. stuck Starved there. to death. No, yeah. I, th- I think what you did was fine. I just didn't think one one big drop would kill seven yeah, rats. big cement block over the head. Yeah, yeah. I just thought you'd have to, like, hit it and then kill the next one, like, whack them all. Oh, no, that would yeah. have been bad. That would I have, have a good. small pond outside where an alligator lives in it, so oh, I yeah. would just toss it in the pond. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I would put little holes in it so that it would sink to the bottom because I don't know that I could smash it. I smashed a snake one time with a brick. Yeah. It got in my house. It was a baby snake, too. I was I was watching TV, and the cat was going crazy in the blinds. Finally, I was like, what is this idiot cat doing? And I go in there, and there's a little baby snake, and it's got it trapped. 
and I don't like snakes, so I hit it with a brick. And goddamn thing wouldn't die. Then after a while, it was just it was just like dazed, and I go, oh, now I'm just torturing the snake. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I felt awful. Yes, Carmen. I had a baby snake in my apartment one time, and I lived by myself, so I didn't know who to call, and I vacuumed it up, and, oh. then, and then I released it outside. You did? Yeah, because it was it wasn't like a bag vacuum. It was like one of those uh, like plastic bins. Yeah. yeah. So I just I used the hose and the extension to the hose, and I sucked it up. It wasn't even like a foot, maybe like seven inches, but I sucked it up, and then I took it and released what it back think, in the wild. What do you think that snake says to a snake friend? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like getting eaten by a whale. Like <laughs> yeah, getting spit yeah. back out, you know? Uh, My yeah. dad sucked up a frog with a pool, uh, pool vacuum. vacuum yeah. And you could see it like cartoon like coming up the hose. Yeah. <laughs> and it killed the frog. Yeah. But my dad has a videotape of talking to me about the frog. And on the video he goes. And then it hopped away. <laughs> and you could see me like being like, that's a lie. Yeah. But going, yep. Uh-huh. You, dude, I... I don't know that I could uh, be that humane, Carmen, and shoot it back outside. I would have just threw the whole—I would have threw the whole garbage the vacuum cleaner away. I couldn't have it because in my mind, that thing's in there plotting to come back and get me in the middle <laughs> of the night. It's not in there dying. Oh. That's like a weird biblical story, you know. They said the snake would eat the dust, and yeah. now we sucked it up in the vacuum. In the, <laughs> uh, this is Dusty Slay who's here with us. Dusty is going to be at Sidesplitters in Tampa all weekend long. You can get tickets at SidesplittersComedy.com. dot uh, com. Dusty is very funny. I'm telling this show's you, so good. What's that? It's, it's it so is good. good. I, I bet it's great. Now, yeah. who are you with? Anybody? Do you, uh, do you Connor, bring people out? I got a, my friend Connor Larson and uh, Clark Brooks. Is I know Clark. Show. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's uh, a hot show. Who is Connor Larson? You find him? He's a friend of yours. He is. He lives in Nashville from Sarasota. Oh, really? A local guy. Yeah. So. Uh, and uh, and how do you guys how do you guys hook up in the trailer? Uh, Connor Brooks. No, no. I met him in Nashville. I got you know. I've been. I was living in the Rat House. I yeah, think, yeah, 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 yeah. So so, wait, so now. Um, you were with your chick for how long before you got married? Uh, about two years. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, were you like, obviously you love her, and uh, you were like, I'm, I'm, I should pretty much lock this in now because she was there for the rat days, let her enjoy yeah. some of the good times. Yeah, she did comedy too. We used to work the road together. Oh, that's rough. And that it was tough. So she quit comedy and now it's so much better. Cause, yeah, because uh, she was very funny though. What if that? she was too funny though? What if she? What if like the Rich Voss situation where the wife is way funnier than the husband? Well, well it's, it was hard, right? Because uh, when she wouldn't do well, she would be mad at me, uh-huh. and then when she would do better than me, she would be mad at me uh-huh. because she would be like, "You got to do better." <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's real. Yeah, that's a real yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, you got to do better than that. She write jokes for you? Uh, no, now? no. No. We, we we have a hard time communicating jokes at all. Yeah. We make each other laugh, but like telling mm. each other jokes, it's like, it now, doesn't work now out. Now you have a baby now? I have a four-month-old baby. What do we name this baby? Daisy. Day, uh, Daisy Slay. Yeah. Daisy Slay. That's yeah. a pretty good name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the best thing, isn't it, kids? You love you love being a father? It's the best. It is the best. Yeah. Not so good for sleeping, but good for... Well, uh, our you know. baby sleeps great at night. Oh, really? I don't know what happened. I don't know what, how we got that, but she goes to sleep and then sleeps like 11 hours. Oh, that's you. God bless you. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, also, the wife's not working anymore. Let no, her do all no. the work. Yeah, she hangs at home. And, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, I got to tell you, I'm glad things are going good for you. You're a very funny comedian. The, the time that you were here last time, I'd never seen any of your comedy, but, man, I've certainly seen plenty since then. Uh, I'm telling you, if you want to see somebody who's really good this weekend, go see Dusty Slay at Sidesplitters, sidesplitterscomedy.com. And uh, what else you got? You got
It's well, oh yeah. Well, I'm on uh, Netflix season three of the standups, uh, probably in November. Oh, good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But uh, I love that that uh, Netflix is so supportive of comedians. Gives yeah. everybody the uh, a good exposure that if they can't, especially with the pandemic, I bet that sucked for you. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, I ruptured my appendix in early 2021, uh-huh. which was worse for me than the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got some shutdown. But I was, like, healthy and felt good. So yeah. then I ruptured my appendix, and now I'm down for two months. I missed this gig earlier in the year. But oh, really? Yeah. Man, I can't even I can't even imagine. Um, I, I don't know. I just look at all my comedian friends, and they just had a real, real uh, rough year. So I hope everybody goes out and supports the comedy now. Yeah. I mean, I went to the just states where it was open, and uh, yeah. you know, I would go anywhere. And uh, yeah, it was Yeah, great. but Nashville, see, like in New York, they were doing rooftops. What were you doing in Nashville? Anything? Just, yeah. I mean, our club was open most oh, it was? of the time. Yeah. You know, we had a f- couple of months where it wasn't, but yeah. I went to Texas. I went to Utah, Oklahoma. All the places I know what's really going on. Yeah. 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 Well, good. Listen, I'm glad you're having a success. It's great to see you. I hope yeah. people come out and see you this weekend. Sidesportercomedy.com, 960-1197. Go online and do it so you can pick your seats and uh, go see Dusty and Clark and the other guy. And uh, well, I wish you a lot of success, man. Thank yeah. you for getting up early and coming on here. I appreciate you. I'll hear you the way. We'll take a quick break. Uh, it's the Mike Calder Show. This is 1025 The For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones, who get it done.